Hi all, you're listening to At The Beam, a medical education podcast where we discuss high-yield oncology with a focus in radiation oncology. We are Trudy and Josh, and thank you for listening. All right, welcome to another episode of At The Beam. I'm accompanied here by my co-host, longtime friend, Trudy Wu. Hope all of you listening had a nice long Labor Day weekend. So Trudy, I understand you recently went on a multi-city national tour. Yeah, tell us about it. How, how was it? I did. It was great. Um, I share your sentiment about it being super humid on the East Coast, <laughs> which I really did not enjoy. But I ended in New York City and I got my living cookie and all was good. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, it's like swimming out there, isn't it? Just like swimming out in the streets. It's awful. I, my, I could not adjust. <laughs> God. And I remember you mentioned um, the smells of New York in the summer. Yes. Good plus the humidity. It's, it's not great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good thing is if you have bad body odor, you can always attribute it to that. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I was hoping that uh, today we could go over a retroperitoneal sarcoma case. How's that sound? Sounds great. Let's do it. All right. So we have a really fun guy here that you're meeting uh, in your clinic. He's a 77-year-old man. He loves Pop Rocks and EDM. And two years ago, he had developed constipation and abdominal pain. So he went to go get it worked up. He had a CT chest abdomen pelvis performed, and it showed a 4.2 cm mass that was adjacent to the aorta and the left renal vein. So he was told at the time that 80% of these RP masses are malignant, but he continued living his life, going from one rave to another. And then recently he had some worsening abdominal pain. So he had a new CT scan that was done. And it showed that that previously noted lesion had grown to about 6 cm in size. And it was abutting the IVC, the left renal vein, the aorta, as well as the left and right renal arteries. Uh, can you go over what organs reside in the retroperitoneum and what the differential diagnoses uh, that you think about for an RP mass? So you can remember what organs reside in the retroperitoneum using the mnemonic SADPUCKER, which stands for suprarenal glands, aorta, the second and third parts of the duodenum, pancreas, ureters, ascending and descending colon, kidneys, esophagus, and rectum. As mentioned above, the majority of RP tumors are malignant with a differential diagnosis, including sarcoma, gist, lymphoma, and germ cell tumor. However, there are also benign etiologies, which we should consider, including desmoid tumor, lipoma, or a peripheral nerve sheath tumor. Great. So uh, he and his care team decided to go forward with the biopsy. And when that's done, the path report shows a well-differentiated liposarcoma. Uh, What are going to be your next steps? So we would want to complete workup and staging and with a CT chest plus or minus an MRI, MRI of the abdomen. One thing to note is that pre-op biopsies are not necessary if clinical suspicion for RP sarcoma is high and there is plan for an upfront resection. All right. So the uh, CT chest shows no evidence of any other disease. Uh, your MRI confirms the CT findings, which is notable for a 6 cm RP mass that was abutting the nearby vessels. Can you tell me what stage he is? With a six centimeter well-differentiated tumor and no evidence of nodal or metastatic disease, he would be a CT2, N0, M0, overall stage 1B. All right, perfect. And what are his treatment options? His management options would include resection alone or preoptive radiation followed by resection. Given his advanced age and if there were no other functional issues, we could also consider observation as well. But um, since he is symptomatic, we would probably want to pursue treatment. All right. Are there any contraindications you consider for surgery? 
Yeah, so a radiographic evaluation is key in determining the path amongst these treatment options. So you can assess unresectability of the tumor by looking for extensive vascular involvement, whether or not there are peritoneal implants, distant metastases, or involvement of the root of the mesenteric vessels. Spinal cord involvement would also be a contraindication to surgery as well. You would also worry about the patient's baseline robustness to undergo a surgical procedure, especially in older patients. You want to ensure that he is evaluated by a surgeon to determine his eligibility for resection. All right. So uh, you discussed this with him and he tells you he's always been an all or nothing guy and wants to go for it completely, opting for pre-op RT and surgery. So what's the significance of pre-op RT in uh, RP sarcomas? So the benefit of preoperative radiation in these situations is to help decrease his chances for a local recurrence, since we know that local recurrence is a major driver of morbidity and mortality. Also, given this patient's histology of liposarcoma, these tumors, especially those of lower grade, tend to recur locally and were found to have a local control benefit in a post hoc exploratory analysis from the recently published STRAS trial. There have also been multiple retrospective studies that have shown a decrease of about 50% in local recurrence with the use of preoperative radiation. However, like in extremity sarcomas, there's no clear benefit on overall survival. That's great. Yeah, so he's hopeful, and now he's back in your department, ready to move forward with pre-op RT. How would you simulate him? I would place him in a supine head-first position with the vac lock and both arm raised, and consider getting a 4D CT acquisition as well to help with motion management. Yeah, that's fantastic. And uh, what would you contour, and what is the prescription dose you'd consider? So I would contour the primary tumor as the GTV and then check the 4D phases to account for any movement. If the overall movement is limited within five to seven millimeters, I would contour an ITV in a motion inclusive manner in all phases. If not, I would contour within the exhale phases and ensure to treat during those phases as well. Once the ITV is together, I would add a 1.5 centimeter expansion, but make sure to edit around the bone, kidney and bowel. And then um, regarding the bowel, I would make sure that the CTV only went about half a centimeter into the bowel. Then I would add an additional half centimeter margin to form the PTV and treat this to 50.4 gray in 28 fractions. I would also want to ensure to contour all the OARs in the area, including the kidney, spinal cord, bowel, and liver. All right. And can you tell me how you would evaluate your plan? I would make sure I have appropriate PTV coverage, ensuring at least 95% of my PTV is getting 100% of the dose and try to keep hotspots ideally below 110%. I would make compromises on coverage if the PTV may um, overlap with the bowel, ensuring that there's no more than a D-max of 54 gray to the bowel and that the V55 is less than 20 cc's and V15 less than 150 cc's. I also wanna keep a close eye on my kidney, making sure that the kidney V18 is less than four, uh, 15%, although recognize I may need to compromise on the kidney doses, likely the left in the situation. Um, aside from that, I would want to make sure my cord dose is max at 50 gray and my liver mean is less than 26 gray. Yeah, that's great. It's important to note the kidney doses in these cases just by the virtue of where the uh, retroperitoneal tumors reside. Um, okay, so you want to counsel him on uh, toxicities for treatment. Uh, how would you counsel him? 
Um, in the short term, I would uh, look out for fatigue, nausea, vomiting, loose stools, possibly even exacerbation of his prior abdominal pain. And in the long term, I would counsel him on the possibility of renal injury, loss of renal function, bowel strictures leading to a small bowel obstruction, bowel perforation, bowel fistula formation, myopathy, and a small chance of secondary malignancies. Great. So he undergoes radiation, he tolerates it well, and then he undergoes surgery at six weeks. Uh, the path report of the specimen shows a 5.9 cm grade 2 liposarcoma. Margins are negative. Does he warrant any further treatment? No, he can party on. All right. All right. So say he went to have surgery alone without any preoperative RT. Um, after resection, the path report notes a focal positive margin along the vasculature, and you're seeing him in clinic. What would your management recommendations be then? So generally, postoperative radiation is not recommended, even in the setting of a positive margin. In this case, I would elect observation with serial imaging and then consider radiation at time of recurrence. All right. That was fantastic. Well done. So uh, this concludes our episode of retroperitoneal sarcoma. We want to thank Dr. Everett Moding of Stanford University for his review of today's script. And thank you for listening to this episode of At The Beam. Remember to be well and always trust but verify. <laughs>